This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Good morning. Here. I know, right? We're looking at each other. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's the day after uh, Thanksgiving, two days after. Yeah, that's right. And you're in Jackson, and we're we're recording. Yeah. If And if, I can see you. If Friday is Black Friday, this is like Blackout Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do Friday night? Well, <laughs> enjoy the fact I wasn't working retail. How right, are no, you, that's, my that's good. That's good. No, I, I'm still I'm still recovering. Yeah, dude, it was out of control. We didn't have people, uh, you know, uh, tumbling over each other to to get like a you know a crummy toaster or something. But right. uh, yeah, it was a, it was a busy day. So <laughs> so I almost Christina, we drove by the Squire, which by the way looks gorgeous dude yeah man the new yeah, man. sign and everything it's i don't so think it was pretty. there or it wasn't when hanging you, like that yeah that's right so when you left we didn't have the uh didn't have the new signage yeah. up and so um yeah, yeah it looks sharp man it came out came out really good. absolutely so, beautiful yeah the whole shopping center they've done a good job of redoing it they've torn down almost every building behind our shop now. is that right and so it, it's just like a wasteland back there but what they're going to do is build these awesome apartments and like a swimming pool and some more retail <laughs> and all this crap i you know it's kind of funny I, I, I gosh i hesitate to even say this on air but it's like you know if they put a swimming pool directly behind our shop right that's a disaster right <laughs> like that like that that is a complete unmitigated disaster that's like, just like a bunch of 34 30 34 to, to 58 year old guys like rolling out like with their pipes the shirts off boys dude, I, let's go i'm just telling you that it, <laughs> it could be a dumpster fire like i it, it or at, at the bare minimum like our, our lounge is in a position to kind of overlook that space right and at a bare minimum like like all the chairs in the lounge, I fully expect to be turned around, looking out the window rather than into the shop. Oh, like, just, it, just a mess. It, it's it, it, it's it's going to be something. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say. So wait, hang on. Did that mean they they got rid of the koi pond? Yeah. The ko- what happened to the koi? I don't know. The fish are called koi. That's why you call it a koi pond. I right? think so. Yeah. But yeah. I, they might have wound up in uh you know Jim Bob's uh Thanksgiving dinner. Well, I don't you know. had that restaurant right down the way. Well, I, I will, the, since the cat, since the uh, since the Chinese place is gone, the cat population has gone through the roof. So, <laughs> can you eat koi? Actually, I I I, I, I make that joke. I have no idea if you if you can actually. eat I koi. have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, fascinating. <laughs> uh, well, no, the shop looks great, man, and actually, Thanks, um, man. it pops too. Because, like you said, the entire shopping center looks amazing, but like it yeah. really does pop from the street. Man, I'm glad glad you like it. We're excited. Absolutely. I was I almost came in on uh, on the on. Uh, Black Friday, but I didn't want to throw things off. I know you'd be like crazy busy. I was in the zone, man. Yeah, yeah. I was not. We were slinging pipe tobacco. I think, you know, I was telling you earlier, uh, I, I left the shop late last night and we still had, I don't know, several dozen pending mail orders. So, uh, you know, just, man, folks are gracious enough to give our tobaccos a chance. And we're, we're so thankful for that. And we're, we're covered up orders and, and it's a, it's a great situation to be in. But, um, man, folks are patient. We'll, you know, might be a day or two getting them out, but, um, but yeah, we're working nonstop to have everyone stocking stuff. So <laughs> this this is why you got to order those gifts, those Christmas gifts for the Country Squire early. Uh, not only because of the great deals that are available, right? No, but also right. because it takes John David and the t- and the team a little extra time. Because that's that's exactly right. Because right, well, and and you know me, I'll be late to my own funeral, right? right. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we're, we're, exactly. Well, Let's I'm shocked we got it. you to your wedding on time. I know. Yeah, no, seriously. Literally, we were across the street drinking at the bar, and I'm like, guys, what are we doing? It's probably time to go <laughs> chop chop. This, this is this is what people joke about weddings in the South, right? No, John that's right. Like, no, I'm going full in. <laughs> no bad. So, uh, well, good deal. It's it's also always great to be uh, back home, especially since this is my first time being back in Jackson. Yeah, no, since you moved. Yeah. Man. But uh, but I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Now, I can't I can't fully announce it yet because it hasn't been locked down yet. But I am hopeful that I'll be returning in March for the Lunt to Remember. That is exactly right, man. We are so excited about um, the Lunt to Remember. Of course, uh, partnering with the International Lunting Society, our friend Scott Beidler over there, and um, man, just I mean, think about you know what Lunting represents. It's uh, you know, getting out in uh, God's green earth and celebrating uh, creation while smoking your pipe. And uh, man, what what better way to do it than with a whole bunch of friends and, and folks from across the country to connect with uh, interesting people. Um, man, converging here in Jackson, yeah. uh, March 28th, uh, 2020. And uh, man, it, you know, it's so cool because it'll be um, on the uh, you know, on the year, we're going to have a series of events next year, but next year's our 50th anniversary. And so, uh, it, you know, this will be kind of a part of those festivities, which we're really, uh, really excited about. So good opportunity for folks. If you've never uh, been to Jackson, there's not a whole lot of reason to come to Jackson, as you and I are both well aware, but the Country Squire is here. And uh, and it's for a lot of folks on the way to New Orleans. So there, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be a be a good time um and uh, march 28th uh, we're gonna meet at lafleur's bluff state park which is actually you know we live in the city but it, it, the state park is actually only uh two miles from the shop it's just right in the middle it's kinda, oh it's right there it's yeah. tucked away yeah it's really interesting kind of how that works it's uh you know just right there so actually um, with the excited buildings, about that with the buildings removed behind the shop can you just look directly into the bayou now yeah see that's <laughs> the thing like the the park entrance is two miles right. but like the the park itself i mean you could you could really uh you know hit a hit a golf ball with a you know with a probably a you know, three iron <laughs> and, and, and hit the, you know, hit it from the back of the shop. So it's just a, uh, man, really convenient after party at the shop. We've got Ira Barger coming in to play some, uh, some grungy tunes and, uh, it's going to be fun, man. We're really excited. So that's awesome. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a sweet time. I'm hoping I can make it. I, I, if, if so, there's some fun stuff that we can kind of announce, but we, we haven't locked it down just yet, but, but stay tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. No, that's, that's right. Hopefully by new year's there'll be an announcement. I'll just put it like that. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, no, of course we got the lot to remember to look forward to for next year, but of course this year we've got something to look forward to, uh, as we, over the next couple of weeks build to the end of the year, we will be doing our annual best of, uh, from country squire radio, excited country squire about this. Yeah. best of 2019. We've got some amazing categories, which we are asking y'all to nominate folks for. Now I'm going to run you down the category list here. We've got best, uh, pipe carver, YouTube channel, pipe, manufacturer pipe tobacco blend specifically like an art artisanal blend uh tin tobacco tobacconist uh, publication be it web or print a uh, pipe tamp and then of course the new categories uh pipe case which is relevant to this episode and then also uh pipe accessory which is also kind of relevant to this episode yeah um but yeah so we we're looking for those uh nominations to come in well we, we if you go to facebook right now you'll actually see uh pictures with basically it, it just it just says the name and underneath are the name of the category and you just comment with who those notifications are. We are real high tech here. <laughs> like the highest of high tech. Just go on social media. Uh, for those that don't want to do Facebook, we will also have these on Twitter. You just might have to do a little bit more looking for Twitter. But uh, but one way or the other, 
Um, get those reply comment with the uh, folks that you want to make sure are nominated. Uh, we look forward to gathering those and yeah. we will have the selection and the announcement as kind of our uh, uh, end of the year, beginning of next year uh, episode, wherever it falls out. Yeah, no, it, exactly. Yeah. Now it's exciting. This is always a lot of fun. Uh, this year, particularly, there's been a lot of big, uh, big hits that have come out, like different tin tobaccos, um, some really creative accessories, um, in, and particularly some tampers and uh, you know pouches and stuff. I, I don't know. I think this is going to be uh, going to be particularly fun. Best of 2019. So, oh yeah, yeah. Looking forward great. to it. It's been a fun 2019, uh, but we still got the uh, the holidays to go, and we've got several holiday yeah. episodes queued up here, which I'm really excited about. But of course, these holiday episodes that we're looking forward to, and like you know, the 300 plus episodes that came before, would not be made possible without the support of our amazing club members and patrons. And man, we've got some two new Squire members joining the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. We got to give a major shout out to. And I got to tell you, looking at these two names, <laughs> I live for these two names. Boy, I, Bo, this is. I mean, this is like throwing you red meat man yeah i'm ready <laughs> listen my body is ready i mean i just i don't even know where to begin like this is uh man i what where, where we can begin is we are so thankful for uh for these two individuals so, oh big um, time yes. yeah yeah for, for a variety of reasons but uh bo who, who's uh who's joining the pipe club at the squire level all right and i i'm and uh, let me go ahead and just first before i even do this if I end up accidentally pronouncing your name correctly, I do apologize. <laughs> Joining at the Squire level, we've got Andres Hohenstein. 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 Yeah. Hohenstein. I think you did great. I think I actually did pretty good. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yes, welcome, Andres uh, Hohenstein. Uh, at the uh, and by the way, if 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 I did pronounce that right, um, do you live in a castle? And and is there a monster that you were creating? It's like Andreas should should live. It's in like castle. Frankenstein, but it's yeah. Hohenstein. Yeah, Hohenstein. Uh, we also have Ben <laughs> joining at the Squire level as well. As well, we've got Trevor Imahazen. That's an R. See, this is this is why this is why <laughs> dyslexia is a, is a yeah. Emma Imaheiser. 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 Trevor Imaheiser. Trevor. Oh. Trevor. I think. Trevor. Yeah. Trevor and Heiser. <laughs> Heiser and Stein. Andreas and Trevor, we are so grateful for you. Y'all man. Are thank awesome. you. Thank you so much for um and supporting us. And uh man, those folks that have uh been gracious enough to support us at patreon.com slash country squire radio. We uh man, we're we're able to do this every week because of you. So thank you so much. I think that Hohenstein and I'm a I uh I'm a Heiser would make a great buddy cop movie. I just want to see. Oh the, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, could, you could do some fun there. Like a really, uh, really awkward, like it, you know, Eastern European kind. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I think it'd be wonderful. <laughs> uh, guys, y'all are amazing, and thank y'all once again for joining the club. Uh, man, we've got a, a special episode this week. Yeah. Um, now, longtime listeners know, or maybe don't know, and just never like never realized, but uh, we have got a tradition that we do here on Country Squire Radio around the uh, Thanksgiving to Christmas kind of window. We do a, a special episode called Tracking and Packing. Yep. Now, the origins of this episode came from the earliest days of Country Squire Radio, as all of our ongoing series and special episodes <laughs> do right like they all have this like storied history at this point part of the lore of the show if you will um and that was that we had a lot of people asking uh like writing in and asking about you know how to basically travel with pipes yeah now if i'm remembering correctly it had specifically to do with folks that were traveling by plane and they were you know wondering how to get through tsa and just trying to think like like 
you know, do people even know what a pipe is? They're going to look at this thing and think I'm, you know, trying to smuggle like the pipe tobacco and think I'm trying to smuggle yeah. something. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a it's a functional thing, but it's also like, how do I how do I do this and not uh, get in trouble kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the name Tracking and Packing was was born out of that initial yeah. uh, request for a show that that uh, really fit well in the holidays. And ever since then, we've kind of taken the opportunity to look at um, some some great ways, not just for traveling with your pipes and, and pipes accessories, but the reality of, well, hey, just just going down to the shop or going to you know Bubba's house or wherever you're going to enjoy your pipe, you got a lot of accessories you got to pack with you and carry along. Yeah. And you know, John David, I don't, I don't know about you, but but in my uh, my time as a as a pipe smoker and, and being able to to travel around this this amazing country and uh, meet different pipe smokers, I have seen some very unique methods that people have taken for carrying their pipes and accessories. Well, and you know, we've talked about this before, right? There's always the uh, traditional uh, beautiful, you know, roll-ups, art, artisan, you know, leather-made roll-ups and things like that. We've got, uh, you know, the stuff you find on Etsy. There's, uh, you know, the mass-produced but still very elegant things that you'll see uh, from folks like, uh, you know, certainly Dunhill or uh, Peterson Savinelli. Peterson has some beautiful uh, leather goods that uh, that they've made for quite some time with their with their brand. Um, you know, and, and, and then people get really creative, Right. We've seen stuff like, um, you know, <laughs> we've seen stuff like a, a tube sock for your church warden. Yeah. Right. We've talked about that before. Um, you know, all kinds of uh, toiletry kits and, um, you know, folks, uh, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, they'll they'll purchase their first pipe and the retailer gives it to them in a, in a paper sack. And it, that's where it stays for the first uh, you know year or so of their pipe adventure. Right. I mean, one of our uh, close friends and. Um, and uh, and buddies uh, that you know, longtime listeners will recognize his name, Briar uh, Bowser at the shop. You know, he uh, for the first year and a half that I knew him, uh, he he put all his pipe related stuff in the same crusty, you know, crumbled up just stained paper sack i mean just disgusting it just foul yeah (laughs) Yeah. from one of the most well-dressed men you have ever met in your no that's right that's that's fair yeah (laughs) and 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 what's funny is he's not the only one i've got a couple other guys uh there at the shop who you you come in and you're like oh that's a successful individual right and then they pull out their pipe bag And you're like, I need to rethink right. my, I need to rethink my uh, estimation of this uh, of this deal. <laughs> it's kind right. of funny. So uh, I've got one customer in, in particular. He's one of our more um, sophisticated uh, customers. A very uh, very successful and um, uh, intellectual, you know, accountant, but uh, you know, very learned in a lot of things. Carries himself incredibly well. And when he pulls his pipe bags out, it's three crunched up Starbucks bags. Oh, wow. That are all, and one has got like all his, you know, pipe things in it. The other's got tobaccos and the other's got uh, cleaners and tamps and handkerchiefs and all this other stuff. And it's just like, man, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, Bill, if you're listening, I love you, man. Oh man. You can't call that's great. That's great, man. Uh, no, th- that's the great thing though, is that to be honest, when it comes down to it, I think that there's a desire for a lot of new pipe smokers to get things right and to be accepted in the pipe community, right? Like yeah, you sure. want to, you want to know the methods you want to know, you know, what pipe to have, you want to know some of the lingo so that you don't get kind of ostracized, which by the way, if we're ostracizing new pipe smokers for not knowing every little detail, that's all, that's a problem. <laughs> in, yeah, in sure. Of which course. I'd like to think that doesn't happen. Uh, we try to major in the opposite of that, right? Exactly. We, we err on the side of, you know, non-judgment. This is the, the pipe smoker's safe space. Right. Well, for the most part. Unless uh, you're, unless you like Lakeland tobaccos or, yeah, I don't know. We got, we got think, our hamster think, cage think, episode. 
you and... hamster cage episodes and you know think <laughs> Dave Matthews is better than the Beatles, but other than that, everything's everything's cool. You know, that was an argument last night between my, me and my siblings, but that's a whole other. Question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, man. But anyway, so but point is though that a lot of these folks are coming into the community and they want to get things right. But the great thing about when it comes to, you know, carrying your, your pipes and tobacco is, yeah, you can get a, a beautiful leather bound case. You can get something that's custom made. That's a, you know, a wrapped leather uh, thing. You could get all of these amazing pristine deals. But the reality is, is that some of the longest term pipe smokers, some of like the, the folks that have been in the game for a very, very long time, like are rolling around with, you know, plastic bags. No, that's and, right. You know, all this, all this kind of random stuff. And so we thought it'd be a great opportunity as we kind of dive into tracking and packing this. <laughs> this year was fun to, uh, to kind of put it out to the community and just find out what, what folks are actually using for two reasons. One, it's just great just to share. Cause I think we all have some, some horror stories and, and just some like, you know, not necessarily, um, uh, not, not, not like self-inflicted, you know, uh, <laughs> type of like, Oh, Oh, you know, bring on the, bring on the hate or anything like that. Right. But it's like, no, like this is what I roll with. And, uh, and, and this is let the it, freak flag fly. It so works. It works for me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also just to kind of give the, those new pipe smokers a little bit of, uh, uh, grace to be like, yeah, man, just roll up with a creel box. If you got one, man, like it, it is all good. That is exactly right. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's fun. There's a lot of interesting things and, in, uh, you know, that we've gotten from our, uh, from our listeners and whatnot. I, I like some of these storage systems that people have, yeah. right? So, so something that's actually really common, uh, but totally ridiculous and looks like it came from like the Beverly Hillbillies is, is something that, uh, that I love our friend, Bill, he mentioned that, uh, he can't say uh, that he has an embarrassing way of carrying them around. However, my pipe rack in my home office is made of an egg carton. I'm sorry, say what now? An an, an egg carton. Oh, Bill. Yeah. And, oh, and, Bill. And, and it's and it's fantastic. <laughs> if you think about it, it makes sense, right? So, like the perfect egg, it's 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 cradled in its uh, little uh, dozen hole, uh, you know. Uh, it pouches thing and it's little cardboard, you know, or styrofoam deal. And, 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 and what could be better for, you know, protecting something that's kind of round on the bottom and so precious, uh, than a, than an egg carton. <laughs> and so, it may, I mean, look, egg cards, if they can protect an egg, they can protect a pipe. No, they can. You know, it, it's, it's interesting. They, they can, but, uh, you know, he's actually got this custom deal where he stacked them on top of one another. Um, you know, and, and, uh, folks, uh, that's, that's one option for storing your pipes that I think is, uh, is kind interesting so yeah and, you know as we're diving into this a lot of these are actually coming directly <laughs> from facebook and the nice thing is so many people that, that commented they actually put pictures of their setups oh i love it so this is definitely an episode you'll want to check out the uh the facebook.countrysquire radio uh, or dot, facebook.com slash countrysquire radio yep. to uh, to see some of these pictures because yep. this is incredible for his uh in this system he actually created not only are the uh you know the egg bowls used to hold the pipes but like he actually used the top of it as flaps to kind of hold it up which is, <laughs> no <laughs> i mean we got an engineer that we're dealing with that's right that's good, right good on you bill good on you i like that man we also have uh, william dino wrote in he said uh, i use a small mole system tactical pouch 10 to 12 20 bucks and it's perfect yeah now i'm not familiar with the uh the moleskin tactical pouch is this specifically for <laughs> pipes or is this for um you know mole hunters it, it, it is for mole hunters it's for uh tactical mole hunters tactical mole for the the, the tactical moles in your life and maybe uh, t terrorizing your property <laughs> right. uh you know uh, messing with your uh, your pipe uh, paraphernalia no th this is uh this is the molly system man it's become really popular dude we don't talk about drugs on this I, we we actually do every week but oh, well, uh, is, but, but legal legal healthy one <laughs> <laughs> 
legal legal healthy ones that we endorse. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So it it it's interesting. This Molly system. Uh, Molly stands for M O L L E, modular lightweight load carrying equipment and it's uh we have two very different mollies it we we do (laughs) yes yes my friend we do um yeah it's from wikipedia it is used to define uh, the current generation of load bearing equipment and backpacks used by a number of nato armed forces especially the british army and the united states army um this is you know in layman's terms it's a uh kind of a a carrying and storage system for uh you know mobile um you know tactical forces and uh i hope i said that right so but like it's, your guns um, ammunition and first aid type well situation? yeah i mean any anything that the uh you know mobile uh, soldier would need to carry on him very so cool. yeah uh, it, it's very uh you know it, not just ammunition but i mean think uh you know flashlights and uh you know pocket knives and uh you know all kinds of uh just any any implement that you might need to use in the field right interesting uh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. anything from a hammer to a um you know to a um a flare right it's all uh it's it's adaptable to a lot of different uh situations and so uh william uh what he has done and i've seen this a lot uh these molly system pouches are just really uh popular right now in the pipe world but um yeah 10 to 20 bucks you can fit a lot of different things in there it's got room for uh you know if you use it uh in an efficient way several uh, pipes, you know your tampers. It, it, you'll notice you can recognize these immediately because it's a it's a pouch that's covered in loops. Uh, you see these loops that are almost everywhere, covering the the interior and exterior of these pouches, and um, just really really convenient for a variety of things. I mean, you can use them for uh, you know if you are, are a guy that has a you know a bunch of screwdrivers, you know specialty tools for whatever your craft is. Uh, people use them for toiletry kits. I mean, all kinds of stuff. They're sure. really really handy. But they make awesome pipe bags because of the uh, the ready made loop system that um, you know that's right there for your for your pipes. That's the best way to store your pipe. Poke it through a loop, and um, and so plenty of room there too for things like pipe cleaners. And if you get the right one, you know maybe a tin tobacco or something like that too. So. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. I I don't think that's embarrassing at all. I no, think it's that's, pretty sweet. That's actually pretty hardcore right there. Yeah. Now, this next one, you know, it, it's interesting because you talk about the uh when it comes down to it, anything that has been crafted with the purpose of holding multiple objects of right. varying degrees right. that you can have access to as quickly as possible. This is only a challenge for men. <laughs> right. Like let's let, let's be real here. Like women have a plethora of pipe carrying They've got this cases down. called purses. And like, right. like a purse is perfect for a pipe. And that's something that uh that Mark O'Brien is very well aware of. He's got he says the problem is <laughs> my system looks like a purse, probably because it is a purse. But I can carry a pound of tobacco in several pipes plus paraphernalia all the paraphernalia I could possibly need. And I gotta tell you Good, good on you. Yeah, like, like it's you got you, you picked out a good one here. This we, like we've said in the past, if you're um if you're smoking a pipe, you are already making a statement, and <laughs> and Mark is mar- making a a strong a strong statement, and and he is confident. And uh, man, it's a but it, you know it's a it's a maybe I would not have actually looked at this probably because the pipes are peeking out and thought it was a, a purse. It's a gender neutral purse. It is right. Yeah, yeah. I mean something like that. So we'll we'll, we'll give Mark the benefit of the doubt. Now I will say this: there is, and I I, I will not name names here, but there is a member of the houston pipe club who actually carries his stuff around in this ancient uh makeup kit 
and like wow a makeup kit from a bygone era so like the the hard kind of rounded is it top. one of those caboodle things maybe it's, <laughs> it's real i mean like you open it up and you know again <laughs> there's not a whole lot of difference between a makeup kit and a tackle box when it all comes down to it right <laughs> like they, yeah no that's right yeah <laughs> it's just it's just one has flowers and the other one has fish and that's that's, <laughs> that's about the difference right there but so he you know you open this bad boy up and it's got all of these different compartments where he's got all of these different tobaccos and pipes and everything else and it's super convenient yeah and the nice thing about it too is that the the floral um uh, wallpaper because you know back in the day they had yeah they that, would li- is it lined on the inside with it's this lined kind on the of inside. Uh, looks like your grandmother's bathroom kind of thing but it's also on the outside it had some sort of like paper decor wow it was like floral but it's so faded and crumpled it, it's kind of in vogue now you know it's, it's got yeah. that hipster feel yeah um like so the kate spade company might have made something like identical to that yesterday exactly. kind of deal exactly yeah. <laughs> and i mean like dude's just like it's like i don't even care it's like you know how much tobacco i can carry in this I was like hey man that rocket more power to you <laughs> uh let's see what's this next one from uh brady say uh brady man good friend brady mcelroy he says i wouldn't call it embarrassing however it is misleading i like to carry my pipes and tobacco in a tool bag that came with my dewalt random orbital sander <laughs> oh wow every time i walk into a local humidor it looks like i'm the maintenance guy showing up uh to do some work with my yellow and black dewalt tool bag uh man yeah so you know dewalt it, it that uh you know premium tool company it's uh if you go to the toy store uh home depot you know you'll see this brand everywhere it's one of your more expensive um you know tool uh tool manufacturers uh you know for for folks to use and and you know it's got that iconic kind of uh you know yellow and bright canary yellow and black uh lining there and and it stands out and so uh yeah dude you probably um you probably you know, either are mistaken for the tool guy or, or maybe feel like a tool. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cool one. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's nice. A lot of those tool bags too, obviously, uh, you know, similar to the Molly kits, they'll, you know, they'll have a lot of slots and pouches for different things, right? Like this is the place you put your, uh, you know, your drill bits and your, uh, you know, screws and, you know, any kind of little trinkets you need, the, you know, a ruler or a, uh, you know, pocket knife or any of that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a uh, tape measure, all that. Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, a good uh, a good way to do it. That's good, man. Yeah. All right. Our friend uh, Eric from Grand Rapids, I love this. He didn't he didn't even respond in words. He no, just no. responded in picture. Yeah, th- this this is vintage Eric. And, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> if, any, if anyone could pull it off, uh, Eric, our dear friend uh, from Michigan, he says uh, – uh, he just sends a picture of a crown royal bag. A crown royal bag. Yeah. Listen, that and it's it's it, it really works, man. And the crown royal bag is actually pretty sturdy. I did this for the longest time, and I will still occasionally do this. Not with the crown royal bag, uh, but with a Blanton's bag. Yeah. Um, I have only had a bottle of Blanton's once in my life, and it was a gift to myself. I want to say like on my thirtieth birthday. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. But um, and so I got I got a bottle of Blanton's with the bag and the little horse and all that all that kind of stuff, and then you know. It's it's some expensive whiskey, and so like I, I maintained that uh, I maintained the bottle for a while afterwards because you know it's some expensive whiskey. Yeah, it's a pretty bottle. But that bag in particular, I was like, no, this is like my new pipe tobacco bag. Cause yeah, it's, it, you know, it's for one thing, it's like, hey, once I owned a bottle of Blanton's that I had since <laughs> consumed, I, I once had the money to afford a bottle of Blanton's to afford this, and now and now I live under a bridge and 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 live out of this bottle of bag, right. this 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 bag, right? Right, right. But no, the the um the whiskey bags are are you know any kind of like uh, uh, alcohol bags that kind of come with certain uh, uh, honestly anything. I mean, I've seen people store their church 
Gordons and Tobaccos in like a big tin of Laphroaig. You know the the yeah. you know the the big I guess you call it a tin. Yeah, the can. That, yeah. You know, I didn't think about that, but you're right. I've seen that before too. I've never thought to bring that up on uh, on these tracking and packing episodes. But yeah, you know, if you go in the liquor store, your uh, you know premium scotches, some of your whiskeys, they come in this uh, large, uh, you know, typically cylindrical. Uh, can tin that uh, that the bottle you know kind of nests down into uh, part of its presentation but part of it I think is probably you know protecting this you know more expensive spirit um, and it, and it a lot of them are yeah that's a great way I mean you know some of them are tall enough you could poke your church warden in there several ounces of tobacco all your accessories um, yeah I think that's a good idea now this one this next one I think is really fascinating because it's it's funny but it's brilliant. And I also am having a hard time visualizing it, so I'm hoping you can help me with this. <laughs> this is coming in from Nathan Davis. He says, my incognito pipe bag is a brown rice burlap with a zipper. It says, no one breaks into your car for brown rice. <laughs> so, um, and this is this is very, I mean, brown rice can be great in like dirty rice and that sort of thing. My wife is a health nut and being something of a, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Cajun food, right? So yeah, sure. So etouffee and gumbo and jambalaya. And most of these uh, dishes call for white rice, not brown rice. Uh, but she tries to sneak the brown rice in all the time, and it's just disgusting. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I can't believe you don't like brown rice. I'm just not a fan, uh, and, and unless it's like a you know wild rice or whatever they call it. So here's my question, though. I know what a you know brown rice bag is, but burlap? I've never seen that before. Well, I, you know, it might be one of those things where um, you know he got it from like a. Um, I don't know, like a artisanal supplier or maybe a small batch oh. kind of deal. Maybe, you know, it might be something that you would get at, uh, at a Whole Foods or something. I mean, this is not a, you know, okay, yeah, he yeah. probably didn't go to, uh, you know, Safeway and, uh, you know, pull a... You know, <laughs> He's put, not shopping where you're shopping, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> He's got it, the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, you're right. He, he didn't go down to the Piggly Wiggly right. and, and pull, uh, you know, the store brand uh, brown rice off the sack, uh, off the shelf in, uh, in cellophane. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's probably one of those kind of deals. But, um, you know, I would imagine it's probably similar to something that you would see coffee beans come in, uh, something like that. But, but, you know, a smaller version of that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, absolutely, man. So, uh, very, very, uh, very interesting, uh, interesting concept there. Um, Nathan, by the way, is um, the owner of Gray Woody, which uh, is an awesome uh, distributor seller of uh, K Woody pipes, and uh, is really plugged into the K Woody pipe world. So, uh, check his stuff out, man. Gr- really, um, really great uh, business operation he's got going, and a and a, um, a, a, a great guy. I've really enjoyed interacting with him. All right, man. So next up, we've got Don Meir. Uh, he's he right and he says, I've got uh, a fly fishing fishing bag. And um, just just strictly that. Now, I, I want to use this one, though, as an opportunity because I've already mentioned it before. Uh, the difference between a makeup kit and a tackle box is like color is just the color of it. <laughs> and, you know, one has flowers on it and one has fish on it or, you know, and one might be pink and one might be blue. But when it comes down to it, yeah, it's the exact same type of setup. And so like tackle boxes in general. And I mean, I, I don't know about you, man, but I've seen several tackle boxes used uh, as kind of a pipes and pipes accessories. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, carrying system. And uh, and so, yeah, no, this is this is brilliant. The, the benefit, I think, of uh, Don's here is this appears to be waterproof. And so for the fly fishers yeah, out there, that's right. Anybody that likes to smoke their pipe while they're uh, fishing, this is a, yeah, this is a tried and true method right here. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. So we've got, we've got several more, but I think we should probably conclude it here with, uh, with Commodore's, 
Uh, Commodore Perry, what did, what did Commodore say? Man, this is awesome. So Commodore just strictly says, let's just say it's not always safe for me to sit down. <laughs> so so he, he's he's tracking and packing in, in his, his pants. In his Wranglers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got the pipes in the back pockets. And here, here's the thing. There, I, we started this off by saying there's no wrong way to carry your pipes and that's right no i mean you you could be that super sophisticated guy with the um three crumpled up uh starbucks exactly you know paper sacks i will say though and this is with no disrespect no judgment to commodore's way um Put, put it in something, man. Like, you you do not want to be that guy that sits on your pipe. You know what I mean? You're, you don't want to break it. These things are, are expensive. And then also that check tool, you don't want to sit on a check tool. You know what I mean? Especially if you use a rusty nail. And honestly, if you're if you're carrying your pipes and accessories in, in your, your pockets, you might be using a rusty nail. So you got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. I I, I do have to mention our friend Kerry Van Zandt, uh, the, the, the Reverend Dr. Kerry Van Zandt. He says, I found that a check tool makes a totally punk nose piercing. Uh, so, <laughs> so I don't know, you know, if you're Commodore Perry and, and you got one, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's uh maybe that's an option for you with nothing but love and respect to you, Commodore. Thank you for that. <laughs> we, we got a kick out of it. Hey, and I, you know, I got to throw myself under the bus here really quick because, you know, obviously we just got off of, uh, you know, uh, this seven hour uh, road trip coming from Houston to Jackson. We're about to be heading back. And one of the things I was really looking forward to was, um, smoking pipes with, uh, with my brothers and my, and my dad. Yeah. And so, uh, and so last night, actually, uh, all my siblings were together and, uh, and all, all the, all the, all the men went outside, all the ladies went inside. The ladies were watching the Beyonce documentary on Netflix and all that the men were smoking awful. pipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a very good documentary, but, uh, but we were having, I mean, we were just had a, had a blast. And so, you know, as I mentioned, I think on last week's episode, you know, the great thing about corncob pipes is that you can bring them. And, you know, anybody can kind of share in and, and everything. In fact, I actually gave my Cobbett elf pipe. Uh, I gave my Cobbett elf pipe to my brother as a gift. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, I kind of and I, I was kind of planning on doing this with everybody, uh, you know, but uh, in particular, he just really, really got into it. And so um, I came with about six corn cobs in tow. And man, that's the way to go. It is. It's, it's great. And I came with some pipe tobacco for that. We enjoyed last night. I came for uh, some pipe tobacco for you that I'm about to give you here in a, a minute. Just you, get, a, you brought me a present, uh, a little, a little, something, a little taste of Houston, if you will. Uh, but regardless, I had this, I had a couple of uh, check tools and um, you know, a, a jar of, of tobacco that I was aging and everything. And I don't have any traditional method of carrying this. Even, even yeah. like my, this is too big for my Blanton's bag. Uh, I occasionally use a leather book um, case like, okay. that was on like a leather journal at one point. Oh, I yeah. Took it off and kind of used that from time to time. Um, I used to bring this over <laughs> an empty Turtle Beach video gaming headset box. What on earth is that? What, what is a Turtle Beach? Turtle Beach uh, gamers might know what that is, but I mean, like it's it's like it's it's a pretty hefty headset, uh, and it's got okay. A microphone. So we're talking headset like earphones, yeah, mic my, my headpiece kind of deal, like talk and listen to your buddies while you're playing Call of Duty kind of thing. Well, Sea of Thieves, yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. So like when we're playing that pirate game and everything, we're all talking. Yeah, to each okay, other. yeah. And so like you know you got the headphones in, you got the microphone, and uh, it's it's good. Um, I, I've I have found those to be very good headphones, but I kept the box years ago. <laughs> And I've kind of kept it as like a tucked away when I need to like store some stuff and right, such. Right, right. And so I, I got it out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be tracking and packing with this Turtle <laughs> Beach headset box. <laughs> Worked great. 
That's Which great, man. Was. Shoot, that's awesome. That's uh, awesome. What is, I, I got to ask, though, before we uh, – I know that I just like set up the most perfect transition in the history of transitions to Missouri Meerschaum, our wonderful yes. sponsors that make this show happen. But before I actually do it in an official capacity, <laughs> what is your most embarrassing method that you have used to, to – transition from one place to another with several pipes, tobaccos and such in tow? You know, that that's actually a great, a great question. Um, I have just, uh, you know, a last minute kind of deal shoved them in, uh, in my bag and wound up at my destination with a broken pipe. I have been that guy, um, that that's done that. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I, you know, I don't know. Other than that, uh, yeah, I, I have Shameful. used the, uh, paper sack method, uh, a couple times, you know, I, I, because I'm around uh, tobacco products all the time, I have a lot of access to just this and that. You got the creme de la creme. That's but why I want no, the I want see, the embarrassing. But see, stuff. I'm also cheap, right? So, the, <laughs> so you got to you got to you got to remember that about uh-huh. me. I mean, th- there's a reason our business is is still here. It's you know someone's got to make the sacrifice to keep this dump open, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know, a lot of times if I'm on my way out of, out of the shop and I'm like, man, I left my pouch at home or something. I've got pipes at the shop, but I don't have something to carry it in. But you know, I've got to run some where uh, I'm, I'm the first one to pick off the shelf, uh, you know, a, a small cigar humidor, uh, one of our cheaper pouches, uh, you know, I'll pilfer through something because it's like, well, you know, I can, I can use this. And before you know it, I own another, another thing that I've got at home that, uh, you know, winds up staying there when I really need my pouch at the shop. Right. <laughs> but, um, it, one of my favorite methods, honestly, is the cigar box, right? Cigar yes, boxes absolutely. are great and yeah. they are so consistent. They're, uh, they're all hard case. And so, uh, you know, really easy to, to carry stuff. If you'll get one of those like big, uh, Perdomo boxes or, a, you know, good size Arturo Fuente box or something like that. Kind of a, a um, taller one. Yeah, something that's a little taller. It's got some thickness, so you can put your pipe in there, several ounces of tobacco, uh, long enough to fit your pipe cleaners and, and all that kind of thing. Um, man, that's that's an easy way to go, and it's really cheap, and I'm sure uh, you know you can find one at your local uh, local cigar shop. Yeah. So they may not have a lot of pipe stuff, but you can get a cigar box from them, and, um, and uh, yeah, they, they, uh, that, that, w- that would help. Yeah, man. Absolutely. All right. That's good. See, that's not that embarrassing. That's really not. No, but that's that's a good one, man. I, hopefully we've given people a, a good uh, soiree of, of various means of, <laughs> uh, of, of tracking and packing here. Uh, and, you know, as I mentioned, uh, got a chance to sit down last night and enjoy some uh, amazing stories and just bonding with my brothers uh, over some great Missouri Meerschaum uh, corncob pipes. And the great thing is, is that no matter where you're going, no matter what you're enjoying, uh, no matter how much you're able to uh, to you know, include some, some new pipe smokers by passing them over or maybe even gifting them a great Missouri Mission pipe. You can also bring them into the fold with some great Missouri Mission pipe tobacco as well. That is right, man. They have come out with a couple of great hits this year in honor of their 150th anniversary. Uh, we've got the Independence Day pipe tobacco, which is a great English aromatic. It's got all kinds of, uh, you know, nuanced uh, kitchen flavors in there, uh, vanilla, um, you know, nutmeg, just a, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting flavors topped with a little bit of Cyprian Latakia. So it's very, uh, very robust and savory. Uh, and then, of course, the granddaddy of them all, the 150th anniversary crumble cake. Uh, it's just a beautiful uh, vacuum seal tin with their iconic logo right there up front. You open it up and the rich smell of the crumble cake is just uh, really overwhelming. It's it's a it's a wonderful uh, thing and, and something worthy of their 150th anniversary. So pick them up today. Very reasonably priced. You can get them straight from the source at corncobpipe.com or your favorite tobacconist. All right, man. Pipe question of the week. Well, hey, we've got a great pipe question of the week this week coming in from Chris. 
in Mississippi. Uh, Chris in Mississippi asked, why does the room note uh, not always match the tin note? And what makes the difference? I often find that the pleasing aroma of many tins will change once I begin to puff away. That This is with a few notable exceptions, specifically McClellan blends uh, would often match, though that could just be looking back with some nostalgia glasses. <laughs> uh, anyway, love the show and keep on puffing. Uh, Chris in Mississippi. Yeah, Chris, dude, if you're local, man, come uh, come see us. Or uh, you may be a Chris that I already know. Um, yeah, you know, interesting question. Any Anything that is burned uh, changes properties immediately, right? Uh, and so uh, it's good old fashioned science class, right? The, um, you know, the, uh, why does wood not smell like smoke? Well, because it's wood, uh, but <laughs> right, you know, right, it, right. It, the, but I mean, he makes a good point, right? A lot of these, uh, syrupy aromatics, the, the, the casing on there is, is not, uh, it doesn't particularly translate well into, uh, your taste buds. And so, uh, there's, you know, some tobaccos that are able to carry that, uh, further, uh, you know, whether they're using, um, you know, specific kind of, uh, flavorings, propylene glycol, uh, you know, that might, uh, kind of enhance that, um, you know, that, but there's, there's a reason, uh, you know, let, let's say you're going to your favorite coffee shop and, uh, you know, they're making this, uh, snickerdoodle, you know, co- coffee or something like that, or, <laughs> right. you know, and, you know, a lot of times you sip it and you're like, well, I mean, it just kind of, it might taste different from normal coffee, but I mean, it's not going to taste like a, you know, a blackberry swirl fizzle or right. what, whatever it is. It's you not going to taste like a cookie. It's going to yeah. taste like coffee. And, you know, there, there is that element with, um, with aromatics as well. So I do think something about the way, uh, McClelland, uh, you know, blended and, and aged tobacco that they, um, you know, even with some of their aromatics, they, they had a way of, uh, carrying on some of those flavors into the, um, to the smoking experience. But even then, you know, think about it. A lot of the McClellan tobaccos, even their aromatics, they were not over the top sweet. I mean, they, these mm-hmm. were very nuanced, very, uh, mild, light aromatics. These were not, uh, you know, it, we think of our, our dear friends at Sutliff. Sutliff is is great for producing these uh, kind of flavor bombs, right? I mean, they come out with, uh, you know, heavy casing. They go all in. They're like, man, we're going to make a flavored tobacco. We're going all in. We're pouring on the syrup, you know. And right. um, Now, their they're non-aromatics are, are much more nuanced, and, and, you know, the natural flavors of the leaf come out. But, um, you know, with, with Sutliff in particular, I think a lot of times they, they are quick to say, man, we're we're committing to this. We're not going to apologize for making an awesome aromatic. And, um, and I do think the extra moisture there, uh, the extra flavoring, it does help. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I can't answer the question directly, but it's very common, uh, that that would be the case. Um, you know, when you, uh, when you smell something in the jar or in the tin, uh, it may smell a little different from your tasting experience, but, but I think that when you think about it, that's not very different from, you know, most other things that you consume. That's good. No, it's, um, I can't believe you started off the, the answer with science. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What has happened? Imagine that, right? (laughs) No, but it makes sense. Like I said, once, uh, someone take his temperature, something's wrong. Right. (laughs) Once once the heat is introduced, (laughs) uh, fundamentally changes. And that, that is absolutely true. Um, yeah, you know, I, I remember, you know, frog on the log, uh, was always, I, I always found that one, uh, particularly deceptive and that I thought like, you know, you'd open it up and it had that nice ketchupy smell, but then you smoked it and I found it to be a little bit more bitter than I would have expected. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a long time since I've had some frog on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the tins you've got left now you're saving for your daughter's uh, college fund. Well, that's true. I, <laughs> I, uh, well, and I've, I do have one tin actually a frog on a log, um, still, and I've got a couple, 
I've got, I think I've got one unopened tin of, of Frogmorton cellar and, uh, one that I've been um, kind of aging and pulling from, from kind of for special occasions. Yeah. And that's that's what that's what it, the seller is at this point. It's oh just, yeah, it's oh, special yeah. occasions. That's that's what we were spoken last night. It was good, um, but great, great, uh, great question there, uh, Chris. And uh, yeah, uh, and hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it in. Show at countrysquireradio dot com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio dot com. Quick fire with, with the squire. Quick fire questions. Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions. We've got some holiday questions coming in. Ooh. It's getting all Christmassy up in here. Now, we've talked in weeks past about how, you know, we, we hold the line at Thanksgiving. When it comes to the uh, the Christmas de- decor and the, you know the Santa Clauses and the Christmas trees. I'm, and, I'm committed to that. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we held the line. Right. Thanksgiving is coming gone. It's here, man. It's time to deck the halls. It, it's it's time to you can go into the attic and un, unashamedly pull out your Christmas uh, stuff. That's right. That's right. And so <laughs> uh, so quick fire questions, man. Today is uh, the theme is deck the halls. Okay. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. All right. Garland, real or fake? Where do you even buy a real garland? Well, you Wait, know. All right. Well, hey, the, where do you even buy that? You when you go. Well, so if you go if you do a natural tree. Um, you, they, uh, like at, at Lowe's or Home Depot, they, when they trim off the, um, the lower branches and everything, okay, they, uh, kind of keep a pile of it and they'll just let you take it for free. Like they'll let anybody take it. So you can actually get, <clears throat> you don't have to buy it. So you you kind of make your own garland out yeah. of that and stuff. And you just, you, you, uh, twi- like, I mean, mom, I buy real trees every year. Like I've always been a real tree guy, yeah. but like, uh, you I, never noticed that? I just never have. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's a thing. Um, but my mom did that. And actually, uh, 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 Christina, my wife does that as well. Uh, where they'll, uh, kind of bind it, or at least historically she, she like, has. It, this seems like, okay, I'm gonna have to go with fake Garland because it's the only Garland I've ever known that's existed. That's accessible to <laughs> right, you know, you're, you're Western, educated. <laughs> Western civilization, but like, right. but, but I feel like I should be a real Garland guy. Well, now you know, but what the, the, where do you get your like, tree? Uh, we generally will go to one of these like um, the tent Farms. guys around here. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we, we go to the, the tent guys that set up like on the side of the, you know, Lakeland Drive or sure. wherever that uh, sometimes I've gone to, you know, the big box store to get them. But last few years we've gone to this farm just north of town, Little Blue Stem uh, up in Carthage. They do a lot of local uh, flower sales and street markets and things like that. Uh, got a really cool setup up there. But every year they let you come up and uh, and cut a tree down on their property. Oh, wow. And, have a big okay. deal where they invite some local bakeries to come out and it's kind of a fun family thing so uh we've done that we're, we're going to do that this weekend too should be fun yeah oh, good deal um yeah historically i've been very much real tree garland garland any you know if it, if it was a leaf looking thing i want it to be a leaf like an actual leaf you <laughs> yeah know no I mean? that's fair or or pine i suppose a pine needle of some sort anyway um but yeah so i, I generally prefer real that being said like, I don't know if it's just because the kids have gotten older or after the move. I just kind of want things to be easier this year. Yeah. I really kind of want to go fake. So we actually went down to Hobby Lobby earlier today and got a bunch of fake garland. Wow. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how you're going to have a real tree this year. Uh, Yes, I I was pushing for a fake tree this year. Um, I'm so disappointed. I did not. Uh, I did not win. I'm that so debate. disappointed. I, I'm so glad that uh, Mrs. Bo um or I, I'm assuming that was the debate. Yes, that was she was. Had. She was like, we have to go real. I'm and I mean, like, don't go The voice of reason. That's, historically, that's great. I have been like the real, you know, a real guy all the way through. But just I don't know. This year, I not feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. You Grinch. No, man. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I thought about getting that little Grinch. All right, what's the next one? What's next the next one? Is bows or bells? 
Uh, hmm. So like holiday accent, deck in the halls. Yeah, that sort I mean, of thing. yeah, I mean, I. I guess I'll go Bose, huh? I don't know. I, I don't own many Bells. You can't go wrong with Bose. <laughs> well. All right, next up. <laughs> Potpourri or assorted nuts? Uh, Well, I feel like these are two totally different things that occupy different spaces. Is that true? I you mean, never had decor, like... Uh, nuts? Nuts on, on display? I, I put them out if I want to eat them. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, so you got... So the Nutcracker, right? Like, that's like a big... Uh, oh, Christmassy type. Oh, deal, okay, right? so like, yeah, you've got the the it's still in their shells kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm just sitting here like imagining You're a bowl like cashews. I'm, yeah, imagining a bowl of peanuts. I'm right, like, who's right. gonna leave that on the countertop for like you know four weeks while you're getting ready for Christmas? Right. I don't know. That's just disgusting. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I guess I'll in that case I'll go with the uh, I go with the nuts. Go with the nuts. Yeah, with the assorted nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've we 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 do both. If I had to choose between the two. I would only choose nuts if there was a nutcracker because I feel like that's yeah. that's the whole purpose. Yeah. And by the way, this is just a PSA. If you if you dec- if you decorate your house with nutcrackers, they got to actually crack nuts. What's the next question? No, hang on. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna die on this. You talking about you talking about functional nutcrackers? Yeah, they need to be functional nutcrackers. Okay. Because like I remember growing up, we had like you know my parents had a couple different like de- decorative nutcrackers, and we've actually they still have them too. I don't I don't know if they're out right now, but. Um, they, uh, they've got a couple of them. They're, they're very, you know, beautiful looking, great Christmas decor, but they always had one like large nutcracker that was about the size of like, uh, like a two-year-old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a tall one that stood up <laughs> and like had a hefty back to it. So you could lift it and like actually take a walnut to it and actually crack it open. That's cool. I know. And I was like, this is, this is why they call That's this the a point. nutcracker. This right. is the entire point. So anyway. You at least need to have one functional nutcracker. <laughs> that's that's my that's my PSA. All right, finally, uh, on the tree. Oh, okay. Uh, string popcorn or ribbon? Hmm. I'm gonna go with ribbon. Have you ever done that? I have. I I, I have done string popcorn one time <laughs> and never again. <laughs> well, I it's just not particularly practical mm. and then as reference to an earlier uh quick fire question today i you know i just don't feel super comfortable just leaving food out <laughs> uh, no i can't because i have an excessive rat problem well yeah i have a i have this thing called penny and she's a britney spaniel problem right <laughs> yeah that i never even thought about it so I, I don't know i just I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with ribbon okay uh no that makes a lot yeah, of popcorn's sense. cute i mean i you know it's cute Absolutely. I I think that we did popcorn my one bachelor Christmas um Christmas tree several years back. Yeah. Um is in Clinton, Mississippi, is me and my roommate. We actually cut down a tree from like his his parents had some land. because uh, that's you know, we're in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And um <clears throat> we cut down a tree. It was not a Christmas tree, but it kind of looked like a Christmas tree. Uh at least it did out in the woods, but after we cut it down, it just looked like a tree that we like right put it in the middle of the room <laughs> and so we did corn uh popcorn and we popped the corn and we did the the string and everything else we had some folks over for it but when it came time to actually put it on we didn't wrap it you know like like all delicately to make it look nice we just kind of hurled it on just kind of threw it on it so <laughs> it, it looked like, like crump of like clump of popcorn <laughs> it looked like someone vomited popcorn all over your tree it was awful <laughs> i mean it was just awful but it was great i have had a beer mist tree before 
where what is that? Where what we did is we uh, my first you talk about bachelor Christmas tree, sure, we had a real yeah. Christmas tree. Uh, it was me and my friend Brad. It was uh, the first year I bought my house. It's actually ten years ago uh, this year, um, and we. Um, we got we committed only we could only do two types of cans. It had to be a Budweiser can or a Bud Light can, and we thought those were Christmas colors, right? Oh, so Bud yeah. Light kind of kind of silver and blue, and then Budweiser kind of kind of red, bright red, right? Makes and sense. so it, we would we would drink a can and then we would go stick it on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and it was and, and and you know the first the first like week or so it was kind of ah that's kind of cute yeah look at that, but but after a while. The smell of stale, oh. stale beer, <laughs> right? Like emanating from that corner of of my dining room. It was just, um, it, it it was it was a mistake. And this was on a natural tree. Yeah, yeah. See here, and people might not know this, but here in the south we have these things called bottle trees. Yeah, that's true. And like I, I, I thought think you they have bottle trees everywhere, don't they? Do they? I th- they're probably so. I thought you that see, was like you might Louisiana see more of them down here. Influence. Well, it's true because it comes from the you know uh, the African cultures, right? The, like the, capturing the, the, or, the origin of it. Yeah, but interesting. I, I I'm okay, okay, that so out bo- there. bottle tree. Anyway. Let us let us know by the way if, if bottle tree is like outside of the south because I've always assumed that was like a southern thing, right? But uh, but so yeah, so you know, I thought you were gonna say that y'all had like bottles and y'all like literally had a bottle tree. That y'all were putting. No, we're talking on. beer cans. Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, you can, you on can, a real tree. Yeah, no, that's um. It was it was. It if was bottle tree is Mississippi inspired, that's certainly. Or if if bottle tree is Louisiana inspired, that's certainly uh Mississippi, Mississippi inspired. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, if you got some quick fire questions, we'd love to hear them. We've got some holiday themed ones coming out throughout the season. Uh, be sure to send those in. Show at countrysquareradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquareradio.com. Hey, can I mention one thing? I would really be interested if folks would share this with with us or on the Facebook page yeah. or somewhere. If if you have an interesting way of decorating your tree with pipe related stuff, Ooh. is there is there something in your tradition in your you know is for those that you know pipe smoking is a part of you know your uh, fabric or your family's fabric? Is there something you do? Uh, to decorate your tree or your home uh, with pipe-related stuff around the holidays. Uh, are there uh, homemade ornaments that you've made? Are there, um, you know, uh, special family things that, uh, I, I don't know, you've accumulated over the years, uh, maybe tobacco cans or something that you've uh, made into uh, decorations? I, I don't know. I would be very interested in that. I know those things are out there, and we uh, we, we want to share those out. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, actually, when I was at Hobby Lobby earlier today, I saw those glass um, Christmas ornaments yeah. you know, that you could kind of fill. And I was actually like thinking right then and there, I was like, I wonder if you could fill it with pipe tobacco. Yeah, of course you could. Like if you got like, but, that's I awesome. Mean, but would that be a waste of the pipe tobacco? Well, it, not a, well, it, not if it's the hamster cage stuff. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not it might be idea. the best way that could uh, serve you. Honestly, that might be an idea for an episode. Like using hamsters, like how can you incorporate <laughs> Better use for a hamster cage tobacco into, without naming names. Into no, without naming names into everyday, uh, you know, other or no, for your holiday decor, uh, holiday decor, yeah. or just you know, what's the best use of it? And you know, light the menorah with with the hamster cage <laughs> stuff. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Let's get the listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback coming in. Uh, this is coming in. This is actually coming in from Jim Garrison, um, and it's interesting because I believe this is actually listener feedback from last year's tracking and packing. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I've, and, I, and I've had it kind of on the back burner. I was like, you know what? We'll throw it in next time we do our tracking and packing. That's so, great. What did Jim have to say? 
Uh, he said, I just use an old leather eyeglasses case for my pipe, and I mix up a nice blend in a dedicated snuff can, uh, which had the wintergreen flavor scrubbed out, of course. <laughs> so, so yeah, Jim is actually using, this is funny, he's using a, um, you know, a glasses, one of those probably hard cases, um, and then he's got a, you know, a Copenhagen can or something that he just, uh, right. you know, uh, puts his tobacco in, and, uh, and, and there you go. The Copenhagen can fits easily in your back pocket if you're in the South. You A lot of times you'll see these guys with the the, the perfect little worn ring uh right, <laughs> you know, right. in their pants where that uh where that can's been and uh yeah roll with it man yeah and for those unfamiliar i mean like this is like the um uh, like an altoids can looking thing like a round altoids yeah can. but it's round yeah actually that's right altoids never actually had the round can they always had this what am i thinking i don't about? think they've come in round cans. you know what it is uh york peppermint patties back in the day for a limited time did mints they did like they tried to compete in the oh Altoid and it market. came with the little uh it, and it came in a round tin round tin to yeah. kind of replicate that york uh silver and blue oh, that's kind of nice yeah. and actually we collected them because, i bet you did yeah <laughs> i think i actually still have a few um uh somewhere deep you in have one of those last names that's like associated with cool stuff mine well air conditioning units i don't know how cool that well i mean they're literally cool oh, um <laughs> I love my last name and my lineage, but I, I want some. I want some neat stuff. Cole, like that. man, that's 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 hot. Because Cole, Cole. Mm. hey, buddy, I, <laughs> I brought you something. Uh, What'd nothing, you bring me? It's nothing much, man. But I, I, I brought you a little taste of Houston. So uh, as you know, that's so kind, man. It's uh, you know, it's it's been tough being uh being apart for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um. And 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 not just because of how amazing you are as a great friend and everything. But because of the shop, I miss the shop. I mean, yeah. let, let's be honest. I miss I miss the uh, the shop itself. And, uh, you know, it's been interesting being in Houston, the uh, the local shop, the Briar shop, which uh, the folks there have been so welcoming. Dude, so kind. I know. Don't you love those guys? Great people. And they're they're doing some amazing things with uh, with uh, kind of the, the big uh, changes. And yeah, and their new space. And absolutely. All that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I'm hoping that we'll get a chance to kind of do a little bit of a spotlight on once things have kind of settled down and and things are in place. But anyway, got some great tobacco, some great like skilled blenders. I mean, you know, and so anyway, wanted to kind of bring you a little bit of taste of tobacco here or taste of Houston with uh, some, uh, some of the Miss, Mr. Henry. So, uh, now tis the season for flavor. Mr. Henry. That's yeah, great, yeah. man. One ounce. Have from you, the, uh, have you ever, had, the Briar shop. have you ever had any of that? I have before? not. No. Okay. So this is one of their blends that they, uh, that they make down there. Absolutely. That's man. great, man. Yeah, they've got some skilled tobacconists and uh, you know, they've, they've been uh, so wonderful and um, you know, Wow, does that smell good? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that, that smells you. good. It's, uh, I, I hope that you'll enjoy it. And the great thing is, you know, you're you're impossible to get uh, gifts for because you you've, you're like such a uh, 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 what's the, what's the right word. You got you got high high taste. You got high taste. Man, I yeah, I don't I don't want to be that guy. But you, beyond that, it's it's you're like, what it's, do you get for the man who has everything? Especially when it comes yeah, to pipe I mean, tobacco. I, Literally, right. you have everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, I thought I thought maybe you know bringing you a little little that's little great, taste man. Thank you so much, fun. man. I, I look forward to smoking this. This has a really so this is uh, Mr. Henry pipe tobacco from the Briar Shop, uh, Houston, Texas. And um, man, yeah, it's got a um, just a real um, uh, kind of nice. Uh, melange of uh, leaves here. We've got uh, a few light colored leaves, but mostly uh, dark, rich brown and uh, and black leaves here. I'm not sure what's what's going on, but I look forward to uh, to smoking it and diving in, man. Yeah. It's got. I'm trying to trying to. Um, it's not often I get to present you with something. You're no, not I know, with. right? Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get the flavor here as I smell this. It's definitely nutty. 
There's got it's it, there's probably a little vanilla there. I guarantee there are no raisins. There is not a doggone raisin in this tobacco, <laughs> <laughs> or associated with this tobacco, right. or the Briar Shop, or the Country Squire, or any any yeah no 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 raisins. It, it smells great. great. It smells great. So well, looking forward to it. trying it, man. Thank you so much. It, it also comes with a an IOU because before coming, man, we kind of discussed there was something you were after that you were hoping that I could yes. run with. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, you are not the only person that pursues this thing because I went to a couple different liquor stores. Yeah, and I do know they carry it, but they they were all sold out. And oh, so no. in the window of time I had, unfortunately, and this is this is a very particular Boodles gin that is the um it, the elderberry or um, mulberry 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 uh, gin from uh, from Boodles. Of course, yes, of course, I am a Boodles fan, um, and and I uh, I love Boodles. Boodles is is my is my drink, and um, they make a mulberry. Uh, addition, um, which is which is just so good, and uh, of course our friend Luis uh, actually gifted me a bottle back at the Chicago Pipe Show, and uh, and it's been great. Actually, my wife, uh, you know, was pregnant for most of 2019, and you were drunk for most of 2019, and, uh, <laughs> so that worked out really well. <laughs> she made me say that's not true, but she made <laughs> she yeah she she made me save uh, you know a, a good chunk of that uh, of that boodle so right. that she could enjoy it when uh, when she after she had our our baby and so uh anyway we've been enjoying that the past few weeks here and i need a refill all right well it's it, like i said it comes with an iou uh there will be <laughs> in in a similar mason jar type of experience that you sent me a couple of uh, a couple weeks back there'll be a very similar situation so hopefully i'm for just a saying if you live life. in a state where they distribute boodles mulberry we, we we need we need to chat yeah we need we need to chat <laughs> there, there may be a finder's fee involved right yeah Man, I'm going to get you that. I'm going to get you that. I was real depressed. I really wanted to bring that for you, but I, I wasn't able to. Well, hey, man, uh, this is this is kind of kicking off the, the, the holiday season with uh, a lot of great shows that That's we have it. coming up. Yeah. Really excited to uh, to dive in and uh, just just ring in uh, ring in Christmas and and uh, all the uh, the seasonal uh, activities with with all of y'all as y'all are puffing on your pipes and uh, and tuning in throughout these uh, cold winter days. So uh, hopefully you'll you'll be staying warm here at Country Squire Radio. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a we should do an NPR type of experience at some point. Maybe as an April Fool's year. Yeah, yeah, That'd be great. All right. Well, hey, y'all can keep up with this throughout the week, and uh, you know, send in all of the suggestions. And hey, if you got pictures, by the way, of you know what are your uh, hilarious or just you know preferred methods of tracking and packing, we'd love to see those. Uh, you can of course keep up with this throughout the week. You can follow us. Uh, the show is at Squire Radio, or you can follow me. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Man, hmm, this, this was is, fun. You know, I, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, but I feel like we've really regressed in a major way. Yeah. No. No. What no. Are you, no. What are you I mean, talking about? Well, think about it. We've uh, when we started out, we were in we were in in uh, like recording out of my house. Right. And then we got uh, we got in the shop. Right. And then we had like a studio. And yeah. then we kind of took a step back and we're recording remotely. And now we are literally in recording your parents' basement in my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, like this is we, we have we have we have not, we haven't fallen back. We've regressed beyond where we ever. Oh, were. that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's re- return. I, I did. We we you know I walked in. I was like, did you grow up here? <laughs> I was like, no, no, I never did. That's hilarious. Oh, All right, man. well, good deal. Well, hey, man, let's go have a day. See you, brother.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.